I want to talk today for you about why Jesus died. Not how Jesus died, we know that. He was taken by the soldiers of Rome with the party of the religious leaders of the day outside the city wall of Jerusalem to the place of a hill called Calvary and at that base he was crucified passerbys could see him both him and two other people who had been crucified on the same day it wasn't on the top of the hill like we like to imagine but at the base of the hill and it was on a tree and on the tree was a groove cut out where they would put the cross beam and then they would tie the cross beam with nails and with rope and there Jesus died we know he was taken by wicked men crucified and he died we know that that's historical but why did he die you could say that one of the reasons why he died was the flow of jewish history right back 2000 years before the big the flow began there was a need for a person who should come into the world to be a salvation to the world you could say that beside the flow of history and all the prophecies and promises that was there in the Old Testament, he died because it was the will of God. He says that God sent his son. God gave his son. He says that God himself was responsible for the sacrifice of his son. You could say it was Jesus. He said, I have power to lay down my life and I have power today take it again. Or you could say it was the Holy Spirit. Um, who through the eternal spirit offered himself unto God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You could say that he, he died for what? Why did he die? That's how he died, and who was responsible for his death, both the divine and the human. But why? Well, we're told in the Bible that he died for the sins of the whole world. God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself and not allowing any single sin to get in the way of that reconciliation. He was the Lamb of God who took away the sin of the world. He was the pleasing sacrifice or propitiation as the word is called. A pleasing sacrifice that takes away sin. Not only our sin who believe but also the sins of the world. You could also say he died for your sins, your individual sins. Imagine that if each year you had a diary kept for all your sins, every single one of them, every single mistake of thought, of word, of deed, and, and, and at the end of your life you have all these volumes of your diaries with all your sins in them. And you go to the gates of heaven and they open to you and they say, let's look at your books. And you open the books and because you believe in Jesus, because you've accepted him as your salvation, you open the books and there's nothing there. They're blank. They're clean. They're white. Every single sin has vanished. It's not there. Come on in, would be the thing. You could also say Jesus died to, well, to get rid of all those people who accuse you in life. Sometimes justifiable, sometimes not. But he's taken every accusation and he's nailed it 
to his tree. No one can accuse you. There's no condemnation at all that you can find. You could say also that he died to destroy. What did he destroy? Well, it, sin, of course, was one, and death was another. He destroyed both, but also he destroyed him that had the power of death. That is Satan. And the powers of evil and of darkness he destroyed. He died for those reasons as well. You could also say there are principalities and powers. In the last book of the Bible, they call beasts, beasts of land and beasts of sea, and all the powers that are there for greed and selfishness, whether they are in the institutions of the world or whether they are in the governments of the world or whether they are anything that is against decency and honour and glory of man, those he died for. Yet there's the one thing that he died for that sometimes we forget. In Matthew's Gospel, chapters 7 and 8, and also Isaiah 53, we see him dying for the weaknesses of you and of me. Every single weakness, every single burden, every single sorrow, every single bereavement, every single thing that's gone wrong, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. He says he bore them, he carried them, he took them away from us and he carried them. And on the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ, every single pain of man has been dealt with. You say, how do I know that? How can you prove that? There are three things that take place with the death of the Lord Jesus Christ that he wants you and me to have in our lives. Faith, hope and love. That's a summary of what we call the fruits of the Spirit. With faith, we look back and we realize that everything that is wrong about us is put right. With hope, with faith and hope, we look forward and it says there's no more pain or sorrow or suffering. It's gone forever and ever and ever. Death has gone forever and ever. Something more glorious come into its place and love. Well, love is called the greatest because it's working every single moment of every single day. Did you know that when you rang that person up this week to encourage them, that was an act of love? When you sent that card, that letter, when you did the shopping for them, when you went out of your way to help them, in whatever way it is done, love is the most important thing in the world. Jesus died on the cross. The Hebrew of the phrase he was wounded for our transgressions is he was pierced for our transgressions. Pierced with a crown of thorns upon his head. Pierced with his nails to the tree. He bore our sins in his body on the tree. He became a curse for us on the tree. Pierced in his heart when the spear entered into him by the soldier in his death. And all that took place so that you might be made whole. It is interesting in chapters 8 and 9 where we have miracles of Jesus that this verse that he was carried our sorrows and he carried our burdens and all of that took place 
when he was healing people. And one of the people he healed had been poorly for 12 years. Jesus healed her. But he says, your faith in me has allowed me to heal you. Your faith in me has allowed me to heal you. And then he says, and this is the most wonderful thing, you are made whole. It meant that not only have I healed you of your problem of 12 years, but anything else in you as a person has been put right with God. You can go in peace and live a normal life with faith, with hope and with love. God bless you today.